0: like when i was getting on the plane everybody was like oh my god a cat hello
1: everyone welcome to our international critically acclaimed five-star podcast personalities well the critically acclaimed part might be a little lie but we are international our caller today lives in vancouver She tells us about her cat Shasta and their adventure-filled companionship. They've gone through a lot of life changes together. There's been struggles and ups and downs, but they always grow closer and stronger. Before we listen, go ahead and smash that follow and share button and rate us wherever you're listening to us. Help us be the best podcast we can be. I hope you like this episode.
0: Hey, uh, my name is Claudia, and I'm here with Sarah and Len, and we are talking about Shasta. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Thank you. Tell us all about Shasta.
0: Well, I'll I'll start with, like, when I first got her, or before I got her. Um, It's a really long story, but here we go. So, I was in college, I think I, well, I had just transferred to UGA, the University of Georgia, and I remember like just being surrounded by dogs all the time and loving it. I was so happy. I was like, I love this school. It's amazing. And there was this really cool program that UGA had, and I think it still has it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's called like Dogs Raising Dogs like D-A-W-G-S, Raising Dogs, (laughs) D-O-G-S, and um, I was like, that's such a cool program, like, I really want to get involved in it, because basically, you could choose, I think, like, a lab, a golden retriever, or a poodle, and you got to raise them while they're puppies to become guide dogs, and if your dog failed the guide dog test you would get to keep the dog and I was like that is so cool so I wanted to do it for a long time but I just was super busy at school and eventually it got to the point where I was like okay I just have to accept that I I can't have a dog and I was really sad because I love dogs so much um and I think it was like During summertime that, because I was back at my parents' um, house at this time. But one day I just like went on to this adoption pet site and I was looking at the page for dogs. And I was just like, oh, I really want one. They're amazing. But for some reason, after I looked at all the dogs, I decided to look at the page for cats and I was just like they're so cute like they really caught my attention and I was reading all the different profiles and learning about their personalities and then all of a sudden I stumbled on Shasta's page and her name Shasta is the one that she had when she was on the adoption page and I thought her name was so unique like all the other cats were like Like, they had just, like, basic names. I don't know. (laughs) I feel bad saying that. But, yeah, I just was, like, hmm. Um, And then I saw Shasta, and I was, like, that's so cool. Her name is so interesting. And then her picture was so adorable. Like, when she was little, she still has this spot on her nose, but she had this little, like, mark on her nose that's kind of uneven. But because she was so little, it just was, like, huge on her face and I thought it was so adorable. And she, she's so pretty, like she's gorgeous. And I was just like, wow, she's such a beautiful cat. Um, and I was like, maybe I'll get a cat. <laughs> so yeah, I ended up reaching out to the foster mom. We set up an appointment And I went to go see her at PetSmart with my mom and my sister. And they were just like, what are you doing? Because it's so funny. I'm also allergic to cats. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So they were like, what's wrong with you? Like, why do you want a cat when you know you're allergic? (laughs) But I don't know. I just was like, I love her so much. Um, Like, I knew she was mine the moment I saw her on the page. Uh, but, anyways, beautiful. yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, it makes me very emotional. But we like walked into the Pet Smart, and they have like the little cages set up for all the cats. And she was with her siblings. um And so I go and like I'm looking for her, and then I find her, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And she was just like in her little cage, like. She's very adventurous and, like, playful. So she's just, like, looking around. Um, and I, I, like, went up to the foster mom and I was like, hey, I'm Claudia. I'm here to see Shasta. And she was like, okay, do you want to take her out to play? So we go into, like, the little playroom. We start playing. And she's, like, climbing all over all of us. Like, she wouldn't sit still. Um, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so cute. Like, she's so much fun. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take her. She's mine. And then I adopted her. And I'm so proud because I adopted her with my own money. I was like I had saved up for it and I was like, Okay, I'm doing this. <laughs> She's mine, so I wanna put down the payment and everything. Um so yeah, that's how I got Shasta. We met at a little Petsmart and it like the rest is, is history. <laughs>
1: she's your cat? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. How yeah. old was
1: she at the when she was with her foster?
0: Um, so I got her I think in June in of 2016, and she was born March 3rd of 2016. So March, April, May, June. She was four months old. Four months. So she, wow. she was super tiny. She was a baby. Yeah, she was so cute. Oh my gosh, and. Um, we kept her in our bathroom, me and my sister's bathroom, and I would, like, close myself in there for hours, just, like, playing with her. And my sister would be like, Claudia, I need to use the bathroom. (laughs) And I'd be like, wait, I'm playing with Shasta. Um, but, yeah, I was just, like, I don't know. I had never been so, like, in love with, with, like, a cat before. It's so crazy. And it's really funny because my mom, I think my whole family, like they're not really cat people. Um, And my mom was at first very skeptical and she was like, I don't know about this. But literally everybody like fell in love with her as like she's grown and she's gotten older. Um, I remember there were days like my mom would just be cuddling with her and petting her. And then my stepdad, he would, like, give her late-night snacks. <laughs> um, he would be, like, super excited but try to hide it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was, it was so cute. And then there were a lot of times where, um, like, I would be out or, I don't know, like, my, my sister would be there taking care of her. And they would also be cuddling and she would take, like, a million pictures with her. So yeah, it's been a very like I feel like a beautiful relationship that we've all had with Shasta. And she really just brightens up the house. Like she's she's such a good companion. Even though she, you know, she's just a cat, like she fills the home with with that sense of like you're not alone, you know, and I'm I'm super grateful for her. Um because of that, because um there there was one year when i was in college that was really hard for me and she was like i mean she didn't really do anything <laughs> but she was just there you know like i i felt less alone because of her and and i'm so grateful um for that because i feel like she's she gives so much love um and She's like so playful and she keeps you active and she's so curious and I feel like I don't know, she's like my, my best friend. Or I feel like I could even say she's like my daughter. Like she just is everything to me. So yeah.
1: That's wonderful. That like like even even Shasta just being there is like enough to make you feel better and to make the house. Like, feel like a home. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. in all your hard times, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been, like, super amazing because, for example, another time that I can think of is recently, um, work has been super crazy and just, like, the, the process of, like, being an immigrant and coming to a new country and everything, it's like she knows, that I'm stressed and it's so sweet because she'll like come onto my bed and she'll lie down next to me and she licks me. Like, she just like, will sit there and just lick me and then cuddle right next to me. And it's like, she knows that I'm stressed Mm. and she's like, she's telling me like, I'm here and everything is going to be okay. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. She just has this little thing where she she makes you feel, feel like, safe. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: sure she can feel that energy and, yeah. like, wants to respond to it to make you feel better. Because she loves you.
0: I know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's so funny, too, because, like... Um, like she's, she doesn't really like to be held. Like, I can remember ever since she was little, she would always like want to play or run or um, just like want to be in motion. And I think as she's gotten older, she's become a lot more cuddlier. Um, and it's really nice because there's moments where. Like, I don't even want to get out of bed because she's sitting or laying right next to me. Um, and she lets me cuddle her now. And it's so nice. I feel like as she gets older, she becomes more, like, I guess our relationship gets um, more intimate. Like, she's, she's more okay with you petting her. Um, and she doesn't mind, like you know, being held as much anymore. And I don't know. I really like that. I feel like as she gets older, it's like she gets more. Um, she softens. Yeah, like she so yeah. yeah, like a fine wine, she gets better with age. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. You, you mentioned being an immigrant and in a new new country. Could yeah. you tell us about how that happened how shasta came with you
0: yeah so for those who don't know um i live in vancouver canada now and i used to live in atlanta georgia um and it's funny because i was reflecting on this and i feel like me and shasta have been on so many adventures together like she's been through like you know my college parties and breakups and like moving from, like, different apartments in college and then moving to my parents' house and now moving to a new country. <laughs> um, and she's also seen, like, the, the evolution of my career, which I think is really cool. Um, so I was studying advertising in college when I was at UGA, and after I graduated, I wasn't really, like, loving what I was doing and I wanted to kind of marry like my love of like art and illustration with storytelling because advertising what I love about advertising is that you do a lot of storytelling there's a lot of looking for insights um in your audience uh in order to really be able to like capture their attention and so I had I think I had um no, actually, my mom was like, you should, you know, study animation. And I was like, "Hmm, I never thought about it. And I was like, maybe I'll look into it. And my sister ended up going to France for a year. And I went with her for a month. And over there, we met one of my mom's friend's daughters, who she was also... Um, she had a background in advertising and was working at a ad agency in France and she was transitioning from advertising to animation as well. And so I was just talking to her and she told me that she had applied to a school called Vancouver Film School. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of that school before. She was like, yeah, it's in Canada. You should check it out. And I was like, sure. So when I got back to the United States, um... I started looking into different schools. And since I had already gone to college, I didn't really wanna do like another four year program. Um, And Vancouver Film School or VFS, it was just for one year. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, So I applied and I got accepted. And then the pandemic came and (laughs) I started my classes online. Um, I stayed at home for like, most of the program probably like half the year Uh, and then because we started in I think in June and then um, in February of 2021 I moved to Vancouver they had just opened up the border to international students again and I was like this is my chance to go I'm gonna do it and I never planned on like moving to Vancouver, like, after school, I always thought I was going to come back to the States because, I don't know, I like, I hadn't really, like, I guess thought that Canada would be the place that I would be ending up at, you know? But after I graduated, I got a job here, and I had been wanting to bring Shasta with me ever since I got into the school. My plan was to find like a pet-friendly apartment, but it's kind of hard to find pet-friendly apartments here in Vancouver. So for my time while I was in school and the time that I went to Vancouver, um, she ended up staying with my parents. And then after I got my job, I was like, well, I'm staying here, so I need to bring Shasta with me. And... I wanted to bring her so bad but I was scared. I was like, "Oh my gosh. Like she doesn't do well at all in the car." So I was just like, imagine like a plane ride. Like she's going to die. It <laughs> is, that like, sounds really
1: scary. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like she gets really dizzy um in the car, she Oh my god, I feel so bad because like I would I would like think back on our trips between like uh uh, UGA, and then to my parents' house, and that was only, like, an hour or so, and she would always vomit, like, it was something that just happened, and no matter what I did, like, I just couldn't stop it, so I was really worried about that, I was like, oh my god, like, the plane ride is really long, it's more than an hour, and then I, like, was gonna have a layover, so... I was like, oh, my gosh, that's even more. Like, she has to, like, go through, like, the plane taking off and landing two times. Ooh, so that's yeah. a lot, you know. Um, but I was like, okay, I think if I get her some medication and I just, like, make sure that, like, she knows that I'm there the whole time, I think she will be okay.
1: And I touched she to like. Mom, Oh, was sorry. she? Oh, no, you're good. Was she like with you? Like, uh, n- uh, by your seat? Or did they put her? Um, like where all the luggage and stuff go? Isn't that no. where some pets go? Yeah, I don't that's know. Where some pets go that's and, yeah,
0: it's so sad. That's what I did not want to happen. I was like, I don't want her to be put, like, in the I don't even know what it's called. But like where all the luggage is. I was like, I want her to be with me. Um, And I had to find, like, a little cat carrier that was big enough to fit. Well, I guess small enough to fit under the seat. And it's so funny, like, the way things happen. So while I was here in Vancouver, before I brought Shasta, it was, like, a few days before um, I was supposed to leave to go back to to Atlanta to bring her back with me. And I was in the elevator at my apartment, and... There were these this like couple in the elevator, and they had a cat, and they had this like backpack where it had like a little bubble, and their cat was in it and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that is so cool and I just started talking to them, and I was like, "I have a cat too, like she's back at home, and I want to bring her here. um how much was your book bag, blah blah, blah. and we just like started talking about it and Um, it's called, I think the cat pack or something. I don't remember what it's called. The, oh, travel cat. And so I looked it up, I bought it and you could only order it from the U.S. So I shipped it to my parents' house and it got there just in time. I was so happy. Um, and then finally, like, the day of my flight comes, I fly back home, and i reunite with Shasta, and it's so funny because I feel like everybody who owns cats can relate to this, but, like, my cat, she just wasn't very excited that I was home. Maybe she was, I don't know, but <laughs> she just, like, sniffed at me, and she was like, oh... It's you. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like very heartbreaking.
0: I know. I was expecting this like grand reunion that she would like jump into my arms and be like so happy to see me and lick my face. But I just got a sniff and that was it. So, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I fit her into the little backpack just to make sure that she was comfortable. Um, I also got her like a little leash and harness and she fit perfectly in the book bag. She was like super comfortable, uh, the harness and the leash she didn't like at all, but (laughs) it was like, I'd, I'd rather have that on her so she doesn't like try to escape. Um, but yeah. So when it was time for me to fly back, I had made sure that she had gotten used to the book bag. And I'd leave it, like, next to her food bowl. I would put treats inside for her to, like, jump in and eat them. So she would associate it with, like, good things, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's nice because at the bottom it's really soft. So I put, like, a little extra blanket in there, too, so she would be cozy and yeah we go to the airport the whole time she was crying I felt so bad already I was like oh my god but we gave her some medication so she could be um just a little bit more calm it's like a anxiety medication for cats I don't remember what it's called but um yeah I gave that to her and then we got onto the airplane and everybody was like like, oh my gosh, she has a cat, like, that's so cute, and Shasta was really loud, (laughs) she was, like, meowing a lot, so people would, like, turn and be like, oh my gosh, is that a cat, so it was cool, because people got to, like, say hi to her, um, and hopefully that, like, helped her keep, like, stay distracted, but, um, Yeah, I was very worried throughout the flight because I was hoping that she would be comfortable. Um, But for most of, like, the time that we did, um, that we were in the air, she was very quiet and she was very calm. So I was really happy about that. And it was, like, a blessing because there was barely any turbulence. So she was very lucky. (laughs) Um, And... Then I think when we landed in Seattle, because my layover was in Seattle, um, it was so crazy. I was in the airplane and I had a one hour layover. that's a quick one yeah it was really fast which is good but it's also like nerve-wracking because i had to run
1: through
0: it yeah and i was like oh my god i have to run with shasta and the, (laughs) (laughs) the plane that i was on was like waiting for them to i guess clear the gate that we were supposed to get off at and it took 20 minutes so that i only had like 40 minutes to get to my other flight and i like literally like threw on my book bag and I booked it to the next flight and there was this huge line and I was like oh my god what if I don't get on and I was just like panicking and it was so funny because the whole time that I was like running to the to the other gate Shasta was like <laughs> she was like screaming basically and people were like what's going on with this girl? and I was just like sorry it's my cat don't ask me questions I have to go um but yeah,
1: know yeah, like, I, was I gotta like, focus I to right my, now. Leave to me my
0: alone. <laughs> um, But yeah, it was it was very crazy. And then I finally, I get to the line, and oh my gosh, this is like a side note. But they arrested somebody on my on my flight. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened, but this guy just like walks off. Well, he walks out of the the little gate thing that connects to the plane and he's like handcuffed and there's two giant policemen behind him. And I was Whoa. like, Oh snap. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, so I show them my passport, my COVID test. I get onto the plane and then, Oh my gosh, this lady that I sat next to, she was so mean. <laughs> she oh, no. heard Shasta crying and she i think i like walked up next to her and she was like please don't tell me you're sitting next to me and i was just like um sorry but i am (laughs) and she was just so angry that i was sitting next to her i don't know if it's because she doesn't like cats or if she's allergic or what but yeah she was super mean um i remember i wanted to get up to go to the bathroom and she made it, like, such a big deal. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm sorry, lady. <laughs>
1: I oh didn't gosh. mean to ruin
0: your day. But, yeah, it was very intense. Um, but, again, like, when I was getting on the plane, everybody was like, oh, my God, a cat. Um, yeah, because so not many cats really have cool. flown. Yeah. That lady's uh, just jealous. Yeah, I did <laughs> see a lot of. Yeah, I think she was. She probably was salty because she probably couldn't bring her a cat.
1: True, true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we take off, we finally land in Vancouver, and the flight from Seattle to Vancouver is so short. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super happy about that. I think it took us like literally 30 minutes, and then we landed. Um, and yeah, that's how we got to Canada. I was so happy. I was like, oh my god, we made it! Wow. And yeah, it was cool because. Um, I also got like randomly chosen for a COVID test when I landed and again like I was waiting um in line for them to pass me through and everybody was like, Oh my god, your cat is so cute, that's so cool. So I felt very proud of myself. I was like, I I made it. I made it <laughs> to a different country with yeah. Shasta. Yeah. I'm glad she doesn't hate me because I feel like I have put through put her through a lot of, <laughs> of traveling, and I don't think she likes it very much, but, I mean, she's, you know, Canadian now. So wow, your cool. cat's a Canadian. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, she's doodle dual citizenship. Wow. <laughs> Did you have to, yeah. like,
1: take her to the vet and get, like, paperwork done for her and, like, certify all her, like, vaccinations and things like that?
0: Oh, yeah. Before I left um, the U.S., I had to go to the vet and make sure that everything was up to date. Um, They gave her her shots, and I got, like, a ton of paperwork showing that she was, um, like, up to date, that she was spayed. Um, And then when I got to the airport in Vancouver... Oh my gosh, it was so nerve wracking because they always ask you a million questions and I get really nervous. And so they asked me questions about Shasta and I was just like, yes, she's Spain and she has her vaccines. Let me through. Do you want to pet her? Like she's nice. Um, (laughs) And they were like, yeah, it's fine. You can go through. So I was like, okay, thank God. Um, But yeah, I was, I think it was like more stressful thinking about it than it was actually going through the event of traveling with her like there were moments of a lot of stress but she did really well and she never threw up she never had diarrhea she made it i was like oh my gosh you're a big wow. girl good yeah. job shasta
1: maybe I mean, she just yeah. prefers flying she lives the bougie life
0: you know what <laughs> she probably does she's like next time get me first class and i'm like okay girl <laughs> i'm back to you
1: Uh, so when you arrived oh go ahead go ahead oh
0: no i was gonna say did you know they have like catnip wine
1: for
0: cats yes what (laughs) yeah i feel like she would order that in first class (laughs) (laughs) but yeah they really do i don't remember where i saw this but i was like that is so cool
1: Oh, my gosh. I'll have to yeah. look that up because I've never heard of anything like that. Like wine made out of catnip?
0: Yes, for cats. No way. It's, it's amazing, yeah. I don't know if it's good for them, but I did see right. it advertised, and I was like, hmm, that's so cool.
1: Wow, okay. We'll look that up. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: So you get to Vancouver, and you get to your new apartment. Did you find a pet-friendly one?
0: Um, well, I was so lucky because the apartment that I'm at right now, originally they said like like, no pets but I don't know like if my landlords just like just became super nice or what, but I told them like, Hey, my cat is coming if that's okay and they were like, Sure. Oh wow (laughs) just give us like the pet deposit and she can live here and I was like, Okay. Oh good. That's so nice, yeah okay yes and i'm I'm very, very grateful for that.
1: How did she transition into the new place does she
0: does she oh like my it God. it was hard. She huh. hissed at everybody. it's so crazy like the only time i've really ever seen her hiss is like when she gets like i guess annoyed like if you i don't know if you pet her too much or whatever she's weird but then <laughs> like at the um At the vet, like, oh my god, she's so bad at the vet. Mm -hmm. Like, she hisses so much. She'll, like, swat at the vet. I don't think she's bit them before. But, yeah, she gets really bad. And when we moved here, I noticed that she was kind of in that same state of stress. And it lasted a really long time. (laughs) It was actually, like, very funny because... One night I had gone out and I asked my um, neighbor to take care of her just for the night. It was like, I think a week after I had brought her here and <laughs> my neighbor was like so excited. She was like, oh my gosh, I love cats, blah, blah, and the next day i go to pick her up and i was like how is shasta and she was like she hissed at me all night like i couldn't even like touch her (laughs) i had to leave her outside of like my room in the living room and just like give her snacks and everything but yeah she did not like me and i was like oh no i felt so bad Mm -hmm. but literally like everybody that she didn't know. She hissed at, like, she hissed at my boyfriend. She hissed at my, my roommate. Um, she probably hissed at, like, the birds outside. I don't know. She just I was <laughs> like, so. <laughs> she did not like it. And I was like, man, what did I do? Was this a bad decision? Yeah. But she's, like, adjusted really well now. And now whenever somebody comes over, she actually goes up to them. And she's not scared anymore. Um, she doesn't hiss at people anymore. So, Yeah, I feel like she just needed time, you Mm -hmm. know? And, like, living in a house versus living in an apartment, I think, was also a huge change for her. Because we have, like, a basement and then two floors. And she was used to being able to, like, run around and have all this space.
1: Yeah. And then
0: all of a sudden, you know, she's confined to, like, a very small apartment. Um And we also live kind of in the, like, a little bit outside of the city in the suburbs. So, um, well, at my parents' house. And I live in the city now in Vancouver. So just, like, all the noise, I think that also was, like, a huge adjustment for her. She probably was like, what is that beeping? And then there's, like, a trash man outside taking the trash out. And she's like, what is that? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, it was, like, a very big change for her
1: very big, yeah. Does your family
0: miss her? Oh my gosh, yes. They do. They're always asking me to send her pictures, or send them pictures of her. Um, So I'm always, like, recording little videos. Um, But, yeah, it's so funny. Like, I told you, my mom and my stepdad, I think especially my stepdad, because um, it's actually his house that we moved into. He was really, like, Kind of against having Shasta there for a while,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but he he really misses her. Like oh. um, we talk a lot on WhatsApp, and he's always sending me like little videos of cats <laughs> or like cat stickers. So it's really sweet. I'm glad that like he eventually came around and and fell in love with her too.
1: Yeah, yeah. She sounds mm-hmm. like everyone just grows to love her.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah like she's she's like sassy, she's like a sour patched kid, like she's sassy, but then like out of nowhere she gets really sweet, and she just wants to like cuddle next to you and and just be with you, so yeah,
1: did you um, ever
0: go ahead go oh, ahead no no, no, you go ahead, you go ahead
1: did you ever figure out like where her name came from or if it had a specific kind of meaning?
0: yes so um i don't remember what it means but i know that her foster mom told me that it was it's like native american i think it has origins there mm-hmm. um and her name is so it's so unique like i've never heard of the name shasta before yeah
1: and neither. a lot of
0: people would always confuse it with like sasha <laughs> right right yeah yeah um, which I also like the name Sasha, I feel like it, it fits her too, because I feel like it's a sassy cat name.
1: <laughs> it I like it, it has a lot of character. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly, and I feel like she does have a lot of character, but I feel like this name fits her really well, mm-hmm. and now that you say that, like, I think about, like, all her names, like, we call her, like, Shasta Pasta.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That's
0: great. Um, And then my friends here, they adopted the name Shasta Pasta Sangria (laughs) Priego.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And my mom will call her like Chasti Gordi or Gorda because like in Spanish that means like fat, little fat Shasta. Oh, is she a little
1: chunky girl?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's a little chunky, yeah. She has a little pouch. So, yeah, it's very cute. But... I feel like all her names fit her, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, all her different personalities.
1: (laughs) How did your allergies adjust to all of this? Did they get better, or do you just have to take medicine?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's been an adventure. (laughs) I wish I could tell you they disappeared forever, but no. Actually, I hate to say this, but I feel like they've gotten worse. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've learned to manage them, which is good. So, for example, um, there's times where I just start to get really bad allergies when she's been in my room a lot. And that's when I know, okay, like, this night she has to sleep outside in the living room. And I hate doing that. Like, I love sleeping next to her. But, yeah, sometimes I'm like, I need to set that boundary for myself, just for my health. Yeah. Um. So I let her sleep outside and it's so sad because she it's so funny like she knocks on the door (laughs) when she wants to come in she will like just like push the door and it sounds like she's knocking and she'll cry and throw like a tantrum and I feel so bad I'm just like oh my gosh Shasta I wish I could hold you I wish you could be in here but eventually she adapts and then goes to like the couch or I have this little cat tree that I bought for her that she she loves so she'll climb into that um and I also bought this like I don't know if it's like a lotion it's just some like it's like liquid thing that I put on her fur and it helps to shine her coat but it also gets rid of the dander um which is what usually causes allergies Mm -hmm. and it it's amazing like i put it on her once a week and i recently found it like i got this probably like um two weeks after i moved here um or i moved her here with me and um i was doing a bunch of research looking for like tips for allergies and stuff because um the apartments in canada they don't i feel like they don't really have the best ventilation um Like, we don't really, yeah, we don't have AC, which is really sad. I'm very used to having AC. Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And our windows at my apartment are, like, really high. So if I open them, it, like, only opens the top part. So I feel like it can take a while for, like, air to flow through. Oh,
1: okay. Um,
0: Yeah, and so that can make the apartment stuffy sometimes. But, yeah, it's helped a lot to buy this little like um liquid thing. I don't know what it's called I should, I'm gonna look it up and then and then let you know what it is but yeah it's it's amazing um and next on my list is to buy a air purifier.
1: yeah, because those think, are
0: yeah, I, I think a lot really of us good. should
1: start getting those. I've been looking into them too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard they're amazing, and I also heard that like it helps to kill. Well, I don't know if it kills viruses, but it helps to, I guess, clean the air of of bad things. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's how I deal with it, and also just like washing my sheets frequently, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of setting that boundary, like trying not to let myself like snuggle my face in her fur. Um, and knowing when it's like, okay for her to come in and then being like, okay, like I've had too much of, of her first. I need like some space. Um, so yeah, that's how I deal with it.
1: It's a more effort, but like worth it because you get to have her there with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm willing to make that sacrifice just because she's she really has changed my life. Oh. So I feel like she's worth it. Yeah.
1: yeah that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. What are some of her other quirks? Tell us more about some things that she does that are cute, funny, cool, um, different. Well,
0: it's so funny. Like, I I realize that she really likes oil. <laughs> Oh what? It's so strange. Like olive oil? <laughs> yeah like olive oil and stuff. Like one time I was cooking and I got olive oil on my hands and I had been down to like like pet her or something um and she was smelling my hand that had the oil on it and then she started licking it and she wouldn't stop. <laughs> and I was like Shasta this is so interesting like I didn't know you liked oil. <laughs> Um, but it's not just olive oil, like she likes all oils like coconut oil, <laughs> avocado oil, sesame oil. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know why, but it's very interesting. She really likes oil.
1: yeah that's that's very different yeah.
0: I know, right? Yeah. she also like I said she's super playful, so we'll play like <laughs> like hide and seek. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Um, I always play, like, whenever the lights are kind of off, so I can see her shadow when she's coming. <laughs> and you can see, That's like, smart. her little ears. You get an
1: advantage, yeah? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, you see her little ears in the shadow, and, like, you can hear her little bell on her collar when she's coming, and she thinks she's being sneaky. She's like, they don't know I'm here, But... <laughs> But yeah, it's so much fun. Um, Oh, something that is so funny. When I got her, I was like, I'm going to be the best cat mom ever. I got her like all these toys, like really fancy toys too. I was like, I need to get her like this little mouse thing and feathers and blah, blah, blah. And she didn't like anything. And I was just like, what? I spent so much money on you. Like, what do you mean you don't like these toys? And so then one day, my stepdad was in the kitchen, and I think he, like, dropped, like, a twisty tie from, like, the bread bag onto the ground. And Shasta, like, she literally went crazy. Like, she was playing with that twisty tie for hours. (laughs) And I was like, what is just a twisty tie? And it's free, and I bought her so many toys. But yeah, now I collect little twisty ties, so like she can <laughs> play with them, and it's so cute. Um, oh, I also taught her how to sit, and how to do paw. Oh my and,
1: gosh!
0: Yeah, she knows how to twirl, and she knows how to stand on her hind legs. So sometimes before I give her her food. I'll have her do, like, a little performance with her tricks. And then <laughs> and then I give her her food. But um, I think it's because I had always wanted a dog. So when I got her, I was like, I'm going to train her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to train her to do tricks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, um, that's and
0: awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, we've also been to Starbucks, like, the Starbucks drive through very many times. And, like, she'll sit in the window. <laughs> And she doesn't do well in the car, but whenever she can look out the window, I think it it makes her feel better. So we would take like little short car rides to Starbucks and she would always like pop her head out and just see like what's going on. And then people at Starbucks would be like, oh my gosh, you have a cat. So that was always very fun. Did
1: they ever give her like one of those drinks that they give the dogs?
0: Oh, like the whipped like like whip
1: cream. Yeah, yeah, pup cups. That's what they're called.
0: Yeah. No, I never, like, I was always worried that, like, it would be bad for her. I never gave her one, but they would always want to give her a pup cup. Uh-huh. And like, oh, my gosh, do you want a pup cup? Um, but, yeah, I don't know if cats can drink, like, dairy products. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's but... probably not.
1: I think they'll love it but it probably wouldn't be yeah. the best for them. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, she really also likes cheese. Like, I don't let her eat it, but she will always, like, like, will sniff it. And, like, one time I had, like, a little cheese string or string cheese sitting on the, the table, and she, like, got on the table and, like, started licking it, and I was like, no, <laughs> shut <Shasta. laughs> up. Um, and she loves bubbles. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Like the soap bubbles? Yeah, she loves soap bubbles. Um, I have this, like, silly quirk that I do, like, after I wash the dishes, or, like, after I pour soap on a sponge, I, like, squeeze the bottle for the bubbles to come out. I guess I also like bubbles, so I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, I will always squeeze it, and then the bubbles come out, and, um... I remember one time I did it and she was just like watching me, um, like, wash the dishes. And then she saw the bubbles and she started meowing and like trying to pop them. And it was so cute. So, yeah, I bought her like these catnip bubbles. Catnip bubbles. Blow them at her. Yeah. And she goes crazy. She gets super excited and she tries to pop them. Like, she's just fascinated by them. Um, so, yeah, it's very cute oh my gosh and like another time i'm thinking of is um so i had this one roommate her name is jenny and jenny if you're listening i love you <laughs> um but we would always cook together in college and we had we had like so much fun oh my gosh um our kitchen had like this so our kitchen was next to our living room but there was this wall that had like this little window type thing, but there was no glass. So you could look from the living room into the kitchen and like below that window on the other side of the kitchen, we had the dining table. And I remember Shasta would always jump on the table and like pop her head through the little window and watch us cook. Like she would love to watch us like cut the chicken and like the vegetables and she would just sit there for hours watching us so yeah I always felt like I was cooking for like the cat show (laughs) but yeah it was it was so cute and she still does it like every now and then she'll jump on the counter and watch me chop vegetables and she looks very interested she's just like wow what are you doing so yeah (laughs) yeah, it's, it's very cute
1: Maybe it's like a ratatouille type of situation. Maybe she knows all of these flavors. Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: (laughs) You know what? Probably when I leave her out in the living room, she goes into the fridge. And she's like trying to learn all the ingredients. She's like, hmm, this is our wet tomatoes (laughs) (laughs) are." That's
1: so cute. Yeah,
0: it's so funny. But, yeah, she's very interesting. I love her. She has, like, so many little quirks. And we do a lot of photo shoots, too. Like, I love taking pictures. And um, I remember when I was in college, whenever I had free time, I would just, like, take out my camera and, like, pose her and take pictures of her. And she's very photogenic, so it was always very fun. Because I'd be like, oh, look, you look so pretty.
1: (laughs) I would love to see some pictures.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can dig some up, but yeah, she's she's the best. I love her. Oh, and one more thing—it's so funny. I don't know if this is TMI. If this will embarrass her. I'm talking about it like as if she has feelings, but I mean, no, she has feelings. feelings but, yeah. Yeah. But
1: <laughs>
0: so she'll only she listen
1: to see. this if you show yes.
0: her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shasta, cover your ears. <laughs> So after she poops, sometimes she will run around the house like crazy. I don't know why, but it's so funny. Like she, (laughs) she goes to the bathroom and then immediately afterwards, she like runs through the whole apartment or when I was back at my parents' house, she would like run, like literally just like go down the stairs, (laughs) like, like as if her butt was on fire or something. (laughs) I don't know. So funny, and she still does it to this day. <laughs> I'm just like, Shasta, are you okay? Like, was it that bad? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Like, she makes me laugh so much. <laughs> um, yeah, she must really be like
1: some survival instinct thing. <laughs> I don't know, but it's still hilarious. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. Yeah, it's so funny. I wish you could see it. I'm going to see if one day I can record it because it's just, <laughs> it's just so funny. Oh, my gosh.
1: That's awesome.
0: Um, but, yeah, she's very quirky. She just is, like, very very special personality. <laughs>
1: yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so she's amazing, though.
1: That's great. So I have one last question, and we can end it with this. And okay, it's kind of like a two-in-one question. Um, so if you could say anything to her, what would it be? And if you could, if she could say something to you, what would you like to hear?
0: Hmm. Oh my gosh, if I could say something to her, oh. I feel like I would just say thank you. Like, I would say thank you to her for being here with me, like, through everything that we've been through. Um, Because there's been some, like, dark times that I've been through and she really has just, just, like, her presence, I don't know, it's just so, so calming. So I would just want to tell her thank you, like, for always, being here being by my side um and for loving me like unconditionally i feel like dogs get this um this reputation that they give a lot of unconditional love which is very true and i think cats also have this it's a different kind of unconditional love they don't express it as openly as dogs do but you can feel it you know Mm-hmm. and yeah I, I'm just so grateful to her for that because like she's seen my worst and my best and she's been there like through my failures and my successes and no matter what she she never fails to make me feel loved so yeah and if I could hear her tell me something I would really want to know why she likes oil <laughs> No, yeah i'm so interested oh my god but i hope she would tell me that that she's happy <laughs> um but she seems happy you know like she has this little light in her eyes mm-hmm. and i feel like it's it's a sign that she's she's in a good place
1: yeah she came all across the u.s up to canada and she's doing yeah, well. Yeah.
0: I know. And she's actually, her birthday is coming up soon, Ooh. In March 3rd, so she's going to celebrate it for the first time in Canada. Oh. Yeah. Are, are, are you going to so do excited. anything special? I feel like I should. Yeah. Like, usually I don't do very much for her birthday. Is that, does that make me a bad cat No, mom? I don't it's know. fun. <laughs> 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 like, sometimes I see Instagram posts of, like, people with their pets and they buy them cakes and stuff and I'm like, wow, I'm such a bad mom. No. I haven't done anything for her. <laughs> um, but I feel like, I might do a photo shoot. Yeah. I might buy her like a little like. A Canadian um, flag. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> okay, I will do that. <laughs> uh, I will make her like little cat treats and put a little Canadian flag on them. <laughs>
1: That's going to be great. I can't wait to see that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm so excited.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much, Claudia. Aww. thank you, Sarah. I love hearing everything. Your stories are great. And and yeah, Shasta has a great character and personality and the quirks. It's wonderful.
0: Yeah, she's so funny. She says thank you, too. She's mad she didn't get to... (laughs) get a spot on the podcast but (laughs) it's
1: okay next time (laughs) if she wants to meow into the microphone she can you know
0: (laughs) but yeah thank you so much this was so much fun i loved talking about her and telling her story and well i guess our story um so yeah thank you
1: bye bye (laughs) Thank you, Claudia, for telling us about Shasta. Our conversation was such a joy for me. Your bond with Shasta is beautiful, and thank you for sharing that with us. I wonder what you'll be up to next. Now, let's move on to our Cat of the Week segment. This week's Cat of the Week is Buster, Buster the house cat. Now, you won't be able to find him on Instagram or TikTok, but you will be able to find his book. That's right. This week, we're featuring... The book, House Cat Trouble, it's a graphic novel with super cute illustrations. It's by Mason Dickerson. You can find him on Instagram. And I came across this book a few weeks ago through a group chat, and I pre-ordered it immediately, and it came in the mail, and I will read the back of the book for you. One house, three cats, and a lot of trouble. Buster has only one job, keep the house safe. Too bad he's a massive scaredy cat. When his owner goes away and he suddenly finds his home filled with monsters, Buster has the biggest challenge he's ever faced. Can he learn to be brave before his owner gets back? We'll link it on our Instagram and I hope you check it out. That's it for today. Remember, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, our website, and you can always reach out to us. I'm your host, Sarah, and all these episodes have been produced by the wonderful Adon. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.